Hi, I'm Diane Chandler. And I'm Perry Grossman. And this is Own Your Throne. Ladies, your life is not over. You are just at the beginning of reigniting and redefining your life. And through this show, you will meet inspiring women who have recreated and redefined what it really means to thrive and age gracefully. Our guests are some of the most inspiring women on the planet. We were honored to sit down with each of them and get real about their own journeys and what it took for them to truly own their throne. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Own Your Throne podcast. We're super excited about today's guest. But before we get into our introduction, our conversation with her, I wanted to just you know, say hi to Pear and see what's going on. (laughs) Hi, sweetie. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Okay. I was so jealous when I went on Instagram and I saw you and a girlfriend putting a Christmas tree together on the beach and it's what, 80 degrees there. (laughs) And I'm in minus five degrees here in Sun Valley, Idaho. And I was like, damn, I need to get, get over there. But I'm doing tell you something that was a fake photo shoot somebody else put the tree on the beach today and we're walking the beach and we see this Christmas tree sitting there with all these ornaments and it was the cutest thing and this guy's name is like Johnny Seaside and he just made this gorgeous tree so of course oh, photo op it was so <laughs> no it was so awesome but okay I have to tell you what I'm really excited about because okay, so- you know my boy Bowie's been over in Austria and he's been you know ski racing on the European tour so he's coming home he lands in Boise at four o'clock his girlfriend went to pick him up and he's going to get to the house between 7 seven thirty. and oh I can't wait my heart I've missed him he's I- my first baby so first anyway baby the nest. I know my kids are all I know early on Monday. There is a funniest YouTube that I have to show you guys. It's the one of Saturday Night Live where it's like everyone's coming back. It's called the it's Cameron Diaz and everyone and there's all these <laughs> girls and they do a spoof of coming back and just taking over the home. I'm like that's my life right there. <laughs> right? I know. You've got five of them. I and I've got well my boyfriend David is is here of course and then his youngest son is coming to join us and his girlfriend. So talk about blended families for Christmas oh, which fun. I know. It's really going to be fun. It's the first time I've done it. And then to add to the whole group is my ex-husband and his wife. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> modern family family. lots of forgiveness and and, you know newness came in so yes I get that so today's guest this is a really really going to be a great conversation because given the holidays and we're going into 2021 and everybody wants to have their new year's resolutions and get fit and all of the above and so today is guest is fitness expert Kim Kelly So Kim has been on the forefront of the health and fitness industry for 20 years. Her unique experience and qualifications have led her to develop a fitness method unlike any others. Kim is known for curating programs that are innovative, efficient, and they're always challenging. And she basically kicks everyone's butt. I've seen the results. Trust me. Kim is a living example of what she teaches. And we are super excited for her to share her wisdom with us today on Own Your Throne. So welcome, Kim. Thank you so much. I'm so uh, happy to be here. Honored. Thank you for inviting me. Well, we had oh, a little, yeah. it took us about 25 minutes to get on the Zoom link this morning. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you for your patience. Anyway, I wanted to just kind of start with your journey because I read that you really were never into sports or anything like that. And then mm-hmm. started to doing fitness and got hooked. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I often get asked, oh, what did you do? What sport did you play when you were a kid or competitively? And I'm from the East Coast, one of six children many years ago. It's just my mother opened the door, was like, get out, come back at 6 p.m. <laughs> See ya. And we made our own fun. It was just that kind of, it was, of course, many years ago, different, you know, environment, uh, East Coast. And it was just like ice skate, dance, ski, like a little bit of everything, but not one sport in particular. And then I came out to the West Coast to go to college. And still, even then, I I would say I I discovered my love for fitness probably around 19 or 20. And I was waitressing in restaurants and the bouncers would all be talking about going to the gym in the morning. And I would be listening and like, oh, I want to go. And I was new to the area. So I was like, can I get catch a ride with you? And they're like, no, you don't want to. I was like, (laughs) gym, 6 a.m., all buff guys. I'm like, 
I'm this little girl hostessing. I'm like, no, I want to go. <laughs> and actually, that's how it all started. I would get this ride to Gold's Gym at six in the morning. And I was fascinated by it. I was just like, I mean, I was the only little girl. I can look 20-year-old girl, thin little thing, in there trying to figure out what to do. And so that's probably how it all started. And then it just developed. I would just be, I said to someone recently, they asked how I knew I wanted to do this. And I go, I, it came to me later in life, to be honest, when I actually turned my uh, career into fitness, but I would be taking classes at different gyms and places. And, and out of, I hope I wasn't ever disrespectful to the teacher, but the teacher would be teaching something in my head. I was always going, I would have done it this way, or I would have segmented it like this, or I would have done this. So, and then I would bring my own little like ankle and wrist weights way before everyone was doing, because now everyone has ankle weights and wrist weights. Right. So this is like, you know, 18 years ago and to the class and do my own thing. And then I was like, again, I'm so, I probably shouldn't have done that. That wasn't very respectful. You have to, you know, if you're going to a class, do what the teacher's doing. But I, and then I would read fitness magazine and shape magazine and I'd see all their little ideas. And every time I'd be like, oh, that's good, but I would have done it this way. And in my head, it was just like, oh, but I would have done I'm like, why do I keep doing it? Like, and if, mm. after years and years, I just said, maybe I'll give this a shot. Maybe there's something there. I never really believed that it was going to be my path, but it did. I tell that story only because I said that to someone. I said, well, you know, the story of Tom Ford. And I said, no, not really. I mean, I love Tom Ford, but no. And they said, well, he was a little boy and his mother would bring him these beautiful Italian shoes and he would look at them and take this part off and cut it and, you know, just make it his own style at four years old. She's like, no, you're ruining these beautiful Italian shoes. But in his mind, he just knew what he wanted to do with it. And so, and they're created, you know, Tom Ford and whatnot. So I was probably in my head doing this, not realizing that was going to be my path, but it was always kind of running through my mind, how I would do a move, what I would do next. Like, so choreography comes to me so easily. I just know what to do. Like, it's just my passion, but I didn't make it my career until like 36 years old. Wow. Well, as we say on this show, it's never, it's never too late to constantly reinvent yourself. So mm -hmm. I have a question because I'm, I'm really the newbie here and getting to know you, which is amazing. But you're talking about, you know, coming up with creative ideas and creative moves. So tell us a little bit about your signature move, the Fit Factor. What uh, is that? <laughs> well, Fit Factor is a class that I just kind of came. It's my own format. And in that, it's like, because my head just go like I can just everyone always asks like how do you remember things how do you come up with that and to me I started off I didn't get to this yet but I started my career in bar for pure bar and then I went to Pilates and then I went to yoga and and then even spin cycle and then I taught beach boot camp so I got I kind of hybrid everything I've ever done and so if you do take a fit factor class there's some bar moves in it there's definitely yoga moves Pilates based moves there's high intensity stuff to get your heart rate up. So everyone's like, that was really different. That was like, it went by so fast. I couldn't even, we were always changing. I never do the same sequencing twice. So I think the years I spent working for other studios was so beneficial because I just blended it in. So Fit Factor is kind of just a hybrid of yoga, Pilates, hit strength, cardio. Fun. Yeah, and now you're finding that all these, you know, that when you do different things, that's really the best thing for you because you're dip, doing different modalities. Hundred yeah. percent. And I, I get a lot of clients. Mm -hmm. I think even Shanda was one of them that said they're kind of used to. And I'm not don't mean to disrespect any other trainer. Everyone has their own system. You know, they develop these four circuits, and then you do circuit one, circuit two, and then you go back and repeat circuit one, and then you go back and, and there's like four rounds of it. I don't have that attention. So I'm like, nope, moving on. I'll always know the exhaustion rate of a muscle group. So I know when to take it to the end, but I'm not going to do this whole repeat. So, I mean, I just have too many ideas that flow through my head. So that's, I think why people also like it. It's fresh, it's new, it's fun, it's challenging, but they don't even have time to think about why it's burning. Or <laughs> they're like, right. okay, what's next? <laughs> well, so <laughs> what did they do when they fall down on the floor and they're like, don't touch me, please. I got to get back up. I, I think one of the biggest things that I, I have an issue with, and Diane and I were talking about this earlier before we, we 
you know, caught up with you is how do you stay so motivated? I mean, especially for women and women that are listening, you know, you are a fitness expert. You, this is your life, your passion, as you talk about, but what if it isn't ours and, and how do you stay, <laughs> how do you stay motivated to really keep yourself in shape? And, you know, is it important to mix it up and do different styles so we're not getting bored? I think so. I think there's a couple ways to answer that question. So I think about that a lot because I know that not, I mean, I'm just, although I discovered it later in life, it was probably always running through me, like the passion of it. So it runs through my, you know, it's circulating through me. So I get it. I just love it. I see a hill and I think what I would do sprint wise lunge, you know, just where my mind goes. And I know that's not where everyone, because there's photographers, there's artists, there's chefs, there's designers, there's accountants, doctors, everyone's mind goes to where their, their passion is. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I've thought about that. It's like, okay, Kim, cause not everyone wants to do this all day long. And I think the best thing it's, it's like the physical benefits should be always, kind of secondary. I really got into it. I mean, when I was back in the day going to, you know, the gold's gym with the bouncers, it was really like, I discovered that it made me really happy. Like mm -hmm. I was alone out here as a waitress. I didn't really have any friends. I was working a lot, but when I would go work out, I was like, wow, this feels, really I wasn't really looking to get, I was just looking to do something. And I realized the mindful and mental benefits of it, the serotonin, the dopamine, at that point, I'm not using these words, of course, but now I know why does that, oh, it's the, your, your adrenaline's going, the dopamine, the serotonin, those feel good chemicals mm -hmm. that when you work out, you don't have to do high intensity training to get those chemicals released. It's a little turn on your brain that makes you happy that became why I wanted to do it even more and more and more and more. And then, yeah, I mean, you get the benefits are you get a healthier heart, you might get, you know, sculpted arms or a flatter belly, but really I always led with my mind because I always felt so good the days that I would go do that. So I want to uh, teach and train and share with everyone. I can think of the physical benefits, like secondary, primarily think of, especially coming out of 2020, in this year, it's been, you know, tough on everyone, quite frankly, mm -hmm. um, in mindful wise, tough on everyone, what it can do for you, even if you do 20 minutes a day. And like I said, it does not have to be hit training, just something that your mind gets to like your body is moving, you possibly have broke a sweat you. So it's just it, think of your mind first. And once you once you get that kind of release where your brain is, and they do say it's about 20 minutes it takes to get, you know, those chemicals released. You, that becomes so happy to you, so addicting, I'll use that word, even though I don't really like it, that you don't think of not doing it. Mm. Yeah. What, I, what is HIIT training? I just want to intensity interval training. Okay. Right. And I think when people in, in, in Diane might even, you know, think the same thing, just have heard the same thing, like, oh, they might see me or watch my videos or stories, like, she's too intense and I'm not intense. My passion is intense. <laughs> And I come yeah. across that way, but I can work. And I have a 74 year old client. I train three times a week. So oh, and I work God. with girls in their twenties up until their, you know, mid seventies. So it's my passion that comes across, but I'm not, I'm telling you my, my own workout would be maybe a beach run and some bar yoga moves. But so I know, um, I know so many varieties and types of workouts that I know there's something for everyone out there. I just truly believe that. What, what would you say would be for, let's just say there's a woman in her fifties or, or even in her forties, it hasn't worked out for years yeah. and they're feeling like, well, yeah, she works out. I look at her. How, how do you, what would you say to somebody like that to really get started? And how long do you think it takes someone to stay in that routine before they actually kind of get over the hump? You know, that, that moment. Yeah. I, I think the, the first thing I would say is well now especially in the you know 2020 entering early 2021 you're likely going to be working with a person through a zoom or maybe one-on-one -on -one outside so it's not you're gonna be going to a studio to take a class or anything um and even if you were going to do that first and foremost you have to find someone your trainer or you know the studio that you resonate with, that you're drawn to for some reason. Maybe you don't know why, but you like their energy. You feel like you can trust them. You you like them as a person. And yeah, they look good. Okay, that's great. But 
you're, you're drawn to their energy for some reason, right? That's first and foremost, because I could tell you to do a thousand burpees, you'll lose weight probably, right? But and so it, it's, the, my method is good, but I think you're, the, you wanna connect with the person first. Mm -hmm. So connect, so find someone that you have either followed or you know in the community that you're like, I would like to work out with that person. And there's a lot of ways you can do that now. You can do it through Zoom, FaceTime, Skype, outside i see people privately so i would say that is the most important and then yeah so then you have to commit you have to decide that you want to find that person commit to some type of program once a week is not a commitment and then consistency so i say decide commit consistency it's really three words it comes down to and wow. no not seven times a week but i think three times a week, even if you're not doing full hour sessions. And then you have a plan to watch your daily steps and movement. And of course, add the nutrition and sleep and, you know, hydration, all that step into it, but find the person, make the decision, find the person, commit to it and stay consistent. And I believe you'll stay consistent if you tap into those, you know, chemicals are just, you, those happy things that you're going to leave that session and go, I feel so good. Why wouldn't you want to go back to that? I yeah, felt so that good on Tuesday, you know? Sounds like you're more committed in helping people really get committed to a healthy mindset. Yeah, so, yeah. so I know you have a beautiful st a studio in Del Mar, California, and you mentioned a couple of times because of COVID, you've had to reinvent how you help people since people can't gather in your studio. So talk a little bit more about your courses that you offer online. And don't you do a three-day Insta Live workout with people? Oh yeah, so I well when it first when we first went through shutdown um, back in March, I was sort of like I mean I did Instagram stories, but I never did like full videos. And I started to go, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And I and I knew what I needed to do. I knew I needed to get online. I needed to get on video. I needed to get Instagram live. And I was like, well, I don't know if anyone's going to watch or if anyone's going to want these. I mean, the whole thing went through my head. I don't know if I can do that. And my husband's like, you got to. You don't have any choices. That's <laughs> that. And I was like, so literally the day after shutdown, I got in here and I just made videos, made videos, made videos. And in that process of making videos for my virtual studio, she's like, you got to go live. And I'm like, what do you mean live? Like live where people <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then I went to Tuesday, and then it was Tuesday, every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. I went live and taught Fit Factor, and you know I had a good following. People loved it. And I did it for March, April, May. I did it for three solid months every, and I didn't miss. I never charged anything. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, never missed. And then I, on top of it, I'm making videos, and then I would get virtual training clients. So I have clients in um, Texas, New York. Uh, Florida, Hawaii, Vermont. So like LA all over. And I trained them through the computer. And then I worked with Lauren from the skinny confidential. And I started to, we came out with the body guy and we can talk about that in a second, but I, now I go live. So when it was just getting too much, like, I was like, I don't have time to get this all done. I kind of dialed back in on my live because I, my website's $18 a month and I have like 80 videos on there. And so I went to just one day a week live with Lauren and on every Wednesday, I just did my 36th week, not missed yeah. one Wednesday. I teach mm -hmm. on her channel live 9am. And because I'm always going a little late about 950. So a 15 minute, pretty intense, you know, double circuit workout. And that's, that's for free for everyone to sign it. And, you know, that is called doing a great job pivoting though. You know, a lot of people had to take their businesses yeah. online and some people are finding that it's actually growing their business, but it's yeah. you know, and you're so fortunate that you've been able to do that and living in San Diego, you can take it outside too. In that too. Wow. Yeah. That's and I well, feel because I know that hairdressers, makeup artists, facialists, they don't have the opportunity yeah, to do that. Yeah, I, understand. I would right. agree with you. Would you say, um, or I, I want to ask like, what do you think, being we're in the holidays and all that would be your three, like, I don't like the word diet, but nutritional tricks or diet or the ways to just three tips to keep yourself feeling great all the way through the holidays to not, you know, we're all going to eat the cookies and the candy yeah. and the food and the parties and the drinking. Actually, there won't be any parties because we're in COVID, but <laughs> <laughs> our home parties, we're still drinking. Our them. secret ones, secret <laughs> ones. Don't we're tell anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, what would be three tips that you would give everybody listening? 
And I think, I, and I get the holidays and it's, it's tempting, I mean, for sure, time of year for all of us, but um, these are things that I just kind of don't play around with ever. Sleep. Mm. I mean, I know we all have trouble, especially now we have more anxiety and like unknown stuff going on, but for sure, watch your Z's. You got to get them. It plays a big toll on your immune system, on your metabolism and your focus. Uh, so I am a big believer and I will shut it down. I mean, you know, my life, I am up early in the morning. So what's I mean, your, I go to bed before my kids. Schedule? What huh. is your schedule? Like how many hours a night? Uh, seven, I'll be honest. Eight's great, but it's usually seven. I like it. eight would be great, but, but yeah, I'm in bed. I, you know, I have to be in bed by about 9.30 ish and I'll, I'll play around. Certainly there's days where I always say, listen, I'm a Libra, so I'm pretty balanced. So 80, 20, don't take this. Like she goes to bed at 9.30 every night. No, not every night, but most of the time. <laughs> That's I don't your goal. <laughs> yeah, it's my goal. But then I could get into like the undoing and never go to bed because I'm like watching that. <laughs> Um, and so that sleep it's for the holidays specifically hydration, but again, that's all yours. So just keep, even if you're going to have your drinks, you know, the wine, the teals, whatever you're having, do a nice big water in between, just stay hydrated and allow, I'm going to say the third one, because it's kind of something I would do. The three things are sleep, hydration slash nutrition, of course, but is like mental space and clarity. Like I do mine every morning, like 5.30 to 6, where no one's up. I talk and see to no one. I don't pick up anything. I just, and I, I don't know if you call it meditation. It probably is a version, you know, version of that, but I just have to, I like, I have to check and I'll do it throughout the day too. And you have to shut out if you're having too much noise or too much like back and forth in life, whether it's the kids and the holidays, like get time, like check out for 10 or 15 minutes or take a walk or do some type of self-care. Um, sometimes music, like sitting in my own studio, shutting the door. I have disco balls in here. So I'll put the disco lights on my favorite. I call it chill list. And I'll just like lay in Shavasana. I know that sounds weird, but it's like, heaven I love it mm. <laughs> no one's here so like your your own self-care proper hydration nutrition as much as you can 80 20 and you know watch your z's it, it's important and the food stuff is going to be fine yeah I have my cookies too and you know a glass of wine or so but I think it's more about the other stuff if you're on your if you can really feel like you've got a good decent night's sleep you're hydrated your nutrition is 80 percent on and you took some time for yourself that day to just clear your mind. I think that's something you take with you throughout the year. So how do you deal with your clients that they're not so consistent with their mindset and they need to have a, an adjustment? Um, <laughs> and then the follow-up question would be, you know, you're so powerful and so vivacious and, and your passion comes through very, very clearly, but are you always that way? And yeah, when, when I mean, I don't think I'm not doing my own work, but I think to answer that, once someone starts working with me, it's kind of like, I, this saying has been around forever, but your vibe attracts your tribe. So they just like, they're like, wait, I, I'm happy when I'm around. And I, I'm not saying I make everyone happy, Lord knows, I'm, no, but people that come to me tend to want that kind of energy. Mm -hmm. They're seeking it out. And yeah. then they work with it like, and whether it's, I don't even really necessarily going to say it's the workout they love. I think it's the connection and the experience they've had mm. with me. Mm. And then they're like, well, and the benefit again, oh my God, I, I can see my abs and my arms feel a little bit better. I like the back of my arms, whatever that. Remember yeah. the back to the beginning of the conversation. It's, it usually, I think I lead, I, I know I lead with the mind as far as why I do my workouts and why I do what I do. And mm. I think when people work with me, that's the first thing they realize they're like, I get stopped even. I'm not, I don't mean to sound like too knowing home, but people are like, no. I don't know. I, or followers will say, I, I just, I have to follow you. There's something about, and that's people that are watching yeah. it through a screen, you know? So yeah, it's your energy that, and your light. Right? Yeah. I would agree Definitely. with that. I mean, you have that, you have that thing and it's, it's like your, it's a mind, body, spirit, ex spirit experience. Mm -hmm. It sounds like when people work out with you. And I think that you're a life coach as much, a transformational coach as much as, and you do it through the physical exercise. Yeah. And there's right. my outlet to get, yeah, yeah, right. yeah I agree with that. Yeah. What about, what about people that have people come to you and this is going to be kind of a tough question because I, you know, I live in Sun Valley, Idaho. There's a lot of women here who work out all the time, 
But what I've also found with it is that sometimes they're running from something. Eating disorders are huge up mm-hmm. here. And also, you know, dealing with anxiety and dealing with some depression and things like that. So, you know, exercise is their medicine. And then at the same time, if you get somebody like that, have you seen that in any of your clients? And then if, if you have, how have you handled it and how have you been able to help them through it? I have. Um, well, I mean, there's no doubt about it. I have a being in the business I am and B being in Southern California. And like you said, even when you are where you are, yeah, it's very hard for me. And I, I deal with it better and I'm not trained in that. So I'll start mm-hmm. off by saying that, but I try to make sure that they see my lifestyle, that they know exactly that I am. Sho- and now I happen to be vegan, but that doesn't mean I'm eating less. It means I probably eat more carbs than anyone, <laughs> but I'm eating my vegan burrito. I'm having my, I, I want them to know, like, I you eat. don't like, I like, yeah. I don't I like muscle. I like to look strong. I like to be healthy and I like to finish these workouts and there's no way I can do what I do and not feel right. my body. I always say it's like having a car and you're in San Diego and you want to drive to Los Angeles on an empty tank. It's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. So I try to lead by example. So I'll make sure they see me eating my, chopping my stuff, whatever it is, whether it's in person or, and it's hard because it's a disease and mm-hmm. as much as I want, and I've had, a, I, without naming it, I've had one client for years and there's nothing I know I can't. And I've tried everything. And it's like, it, it saddens me because I see the decline in her health. Mm. And what I don't understand, I can say it to you ladies and, and, and the audience that's listening. is like, listen, when you deprive your body of nutrition, of all the good, healthy fats and oils and the good carbs and the proteins you need and, and all that, you're, it's going to show in your hair, skin, nails and beauty. So don't you, I mean, don't you want to longevity here? Don't you want to look mm. your skin to look good? And you want to have like healthy hair and skin and nails. And, you know, I'd rather have that all in a booty and strong yeah. arms <laughs> and legs. I was like, but I know not every, they're not seeing it like that. And not so yeah. far. Um, well, you- so I just exude the positivity and I try to say, remember, you got to keep that body fueled up because you need your nutrition to be able to do these workouts. So I try to encourage it like that as much as I can, but unfortunately mm-hmm. I can't help it if it's a full blown. Right. Well, you're leading by example. Yeah. Uh, Kim is, is really, you know, that there's some seeds being planted in that, right. And their mindset and yeah. just thinking about it, just thinking about what does health mean and what does it yeah. look like? That's yeah. what I was going to ask you, like, but after getting older, it's like, has your definition of fitness or beauty or any of that, has that shifted for you? Or have you had more acceptance of yourself as you, as you've gotten older, or do you feel like you're the best you've ever been? I actually feel like I'm better now than I was in my thirties and even in early forties. And I'll say that because I was, um, I look back now, I'm like, wow, I didn't, before I really launched into my fitness career, I was just a runner and I'd run and I'd run through town and I'd run with my little, you know, the stroller and all that. And I looked so like thin and depleted. I was a little bit like, and I was eating packaged protein bars. I was just in this phase of like cardio and protein bars. Like, so it all, you know, not good. I'm not proud of it. Trust me. But then when I really started getting into fitness and launching into my first teaching job, and then I started getting muscle, I really liked the way that I looked with muscle on. And I mean, I'm not a bodybuilder, but just like lean muscle. And I liked a little bit of curves and I was like, wait, so, and I really enjoyed the variety of workouts and not just doing cardio. And so that shifted for me, you know, late thirties, forties. And now I, there's no looking back. I look back at some of those pictures. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm older now, you know, 12 years or 14 years older. And I like the way I look. So I, I really do. I eat, I eat healthier. I, um, you know, over that time I became vegan. I now I think I like, yes, I still go for my beach runs, but I'll run through, you know, and then I'll do like Pilates or yoga or one of my, you know, I'm doing an arm workout or ab workout that day. So my fitness has shifted. And then I mm. think it shifted the way I look because I just look healthier to me. When I see pictures, I feel healthier now. I'm more balanced. Oh, yeah. 
when you've got such a rockin' body, oh my God, Kim. <laughs> if, if women if women had and you know that's a big compliment coming from another woman, right? We yeah. support each other. But if you're if you're a busy woman, I know a lot of women out there listening to this and they're thinking, okay, I've got kids, I got family, I've got a job, I've got, you know, God knows what. And I have maybe an hour, hour and a half in yeah. a day to take care of me. What would you say would be, I don't know, a couple of the best types of exercise that would benefit women who are over 40? And I'm thinking, you know, calcium with bones and, you know, you hear yeah. all kinds of stuff, weightlifting, yeah. but what would you say that from the clients that you work with are the say top three exercises that would help the most? Okay. First, I'm going to answer that in a couple of ways. I would definitely say squats, lunges, planks, and this is all, they don't even have to leave the house. And you said if they, they have an extra hour, an hour and a half. That's a long yeah. time. A long time. <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes is great, you know, but yeah. I'm a big, I think people might look at me and they have, because they've told me, and they're like, wait, what? I really don't <laughs> grab most of what my, my weight lift involves two and three pounds. I know. Oh, never really? grab five. I never, oh. grab these, never grab, I'm, I'm oh. more like, if you remember the bar, like higher rep, uh, lighter weights, even if you don't, sometimes I do it without weights. You see me with resistance straps a lot. So I'm about body weight training and lightweight high reps. I do not believe. And I see some, some women that are going like heavy lifting, heavy squats, the, you know, mm-hmm. I just don't think women are I'm built I'm, for that. Yeah. You think that's it's harder opinion. on your joints too, as you get older? Yeah. Harder. You can do like body weight squats. If you do, I do these, this series of 20, 20, 20s in my class where it's like, and they don't have anything in their hands. 20 seconds of pulsing squats, 20 seconds of pop squats, meaning you're leaving the ground a little bit, 20 se- seconds isometric where you're just holding. Mm-hmm. And then we repeat that. We're all dying at them. Like, oh my God. <laughs> and the bar is you know, a little, little tough. The bar is so, yeah, so tiny, right? I mean, I will always, I will stand by that to the end of my career. It's like body weight training, light, light weights, higher reps, just be consistent. 30 minutes is so good. What about, um, hot, mm. what about yoga? So the big thing is stretching and everyone says that's the fountain of youth, but then I've also heard that hot yoga, if the room's too hot, as you age, it's not great for your hormones, for your body. What are your thoughts on all of that? I agree with that. And I'm, I, this is a girl who came from yoga, <laughs> hot sculpt. And I mean, hot, I look back mm. and I, don't, was I, I mean, it was, it was a good, period during my life. It was fun. I have to say, um, I was going, I went from bar to Pilates to this yoga studio. It got certified in yoga, but it was really for the yoga sculpt. I mean, we were like cuckoo. It was like 107 <laughs> degrees and 109 oh, degrees. Wow. I remember, but looking, it's like when you're going through it, you don't realize. And you're like, I would be like drenched, depleted. I'd have to take the next hour to two off. I couldn't even see a client. Cause my, I didn't realize I was just so tight. Like my body was absolutely depleted, gone. Mm. I lost all kinds of minerals, sodium, potassium, you know? And so what, what drives me nuts, I'll just be honest. Yeah. And now it's a different situation because not many of these two, but I think people in like, they associate sweating with losing weight. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes. I was sweating. Mm. I had to do it. I went through two towels. Right. Well, yeah, but and I, I, because I know, because I'm a teacher, I was a teacher of that that type of class. But when you're that hot and you're fighting for oxygen and you're just, you're not really mm-hmm. doing the squat full range. You're not really picking up, you know, and doing the shoulder press or the lunges because you're just, you're doing half the range of motion or maybe half the amount of reps because it's so hot. You're just depleted, but you're sweating. So, yeah, but I feel good when I sweat. It does loosen the muscles up a little bit, but for like a sculpt type workout. I'm not a fan of it. Mm. Light heat for yoga, I think is, is, I understand it. I don't do it personally. You don't do but, any heat if you do. Yoga. No, no. Mm-mm. Right. Okay, you know what I, heard. that's true. That. Yeah. It also creates broken capillaries. I mean, women who, <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I'm yeah. not kidding you. It's like I, the back of their legs and their face, yes. even the hot yoga, the hotter it is. They, yeah. you know, suffer from a lot of broken capillaries, which is, which is why I'm not doing it now. Yeah. And I'm guaranteeing <laughs> you that they're not replenishing the water loss that they received. Oh, in the, you know, right. I just think that's such an enormous amount of potassium, of sodium and potassium. Sure. And, and, and like I said, it fine. I think it just gets in their head like, oh my God, that was such a good sweat. Well, just mm-hmm. analyze if it was a great workout or a good, you know, when you're in those studios. Yeah. Right. And then, cause I took a lot of heat for that. When I opened my studio, people knew me from 
hot scope. They're like, are you going to heat your studio? I go, no, I'm not. And they, a lot of people wouldn't come. And oh. Yeah. I, I, I know people hmm. do the hot and then I'm like, I go in the room and it makes me feel real. I yeah. At least I, I, I know. My answer to that is why yeah. you come work out with me and then you'll see if you need the heat or not. Right. If you need the I heat. I love that. Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about nutrition and snacks? Because, you know, you hear so many different things and particularly, I, I keep bringing up age, but I'm just saying like the second chapter of our lives, yeah. you know, where we have to, to watch what we're doing. And what do you think are the best snacks as far as energy is concerned and that's good for us and our body and our brains and all of that? What, what do you snack on? I love, I'm really... I love my, I get all my veggies cut up. So I love like the cold crunch because I like to crunch. I have to like, and of course I can go to crackers, but you know, let's face it. The better choice is the, the, jicamas, the English cucumber. So on a good week, I have all that prepared and I like different types of hummuses. There's the majestic vegan dip. It's really garlicky. I do like almond butter. So I keep lots of cut mm. fresh veggies always around because I feel like if I'm crunching and by the most of it's like, water-based you get the extra hydration from that vegetable and you're not pounding down a bunch of carbohydrates you'll save that for your sweet potato or you know quinoa your meal but so I love cold crunchy hard veggies with a good dip I love I'll have like apples and almond butter I love cashews although I was told recently I shouldn't that they're not good people I'm a nut so uh, almonds or cashews um and I do make my vegan because of my lifestyle and I'm not a I don't want to toot like, oh, protein powder, but I do drink at least one protein shake a day because I'm in between so much and it's so important to get that type of nutrition. So I'll mix the, I use the Arbon vanilla, whatever, I have a couple different and I'll mix it with my greens and, you know, blend it up with maybe some chia or hemp for healthy fat. If I don't have hemp, I'll put an almond butter in it and I will do some fruit. I'm not afraid of fruit. And I mean, I, I definitely will eat fruit. It's not a sugar thing. I think that's a natural occurring sugar. Not like I'm eating sugar from a candy bar. Sugar from a fruit mm. is different. Right. right. The, the better. Bar. Yeah. And there's some vegan things I get from Whole Foods, like these little collard greens wrapped. I mean, unfortunately, I'm not the best chef. It's not that I'm not a good chef. I just don't have the time for it. So I usually buy little bits and pieces and then combine it at home. But um, I am really good about prep, I have to say, because I know, especially turning vegan, like your options are lower. You can't just run to the, like I have little cafes around me at the studio, but I'm like, wait, will they have something? So I'm really good about going grocery shopping and we yeah, probably all are in COVID. Yeah. It sounds like you're really disciplined in that way, which is, do you think nutrition is as important as exercise, do you think really, or do you think the opposite, or do you think they go hand in hand? Um, okay, I think without, I think nutrition is a good portion of it, but not only it, because I see plenty of women, as we were seeing earlier, that might not have an eating disorder, but they just choose, you know, not to eat. So right. they just, oh, I'm just not going to eat and I'll still be thin. Right. Oh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're, bird, they're bird eaters. Right? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 I know. no, no. So, um, yeah, I'm not a believer. I'd rather eat. I, so I really, um, I enjoy eating and I also like fueling my body and I love being able to have a successful workout and I know it's going to take nutrition and sleep and a lot to do that. So I would, it's for me, it's uh, like, it, it's not even an option. You it's know, a it's deal. When you're talking, because I have all these daughters and Carrie has a daughter and I'm thinking to myself, gosh, you have such a good role model for a lot of the younger girls. Mm-hmm. And I mean this because I think that them learning to fuel their body and to work out instead of starving. And they all have these yes. un- I know. unattainable expectations when they look on the Instagrams. And I that. know. And I think and I, it's funny okay. you said that because recently I started working with more like high school age girls and it's a joy to me because I have two boys. So I don't have girls in my life, in my own family. Um, and it's just so neat because I think like their moms are so happy because they like working with me and, and I think they see that I'm healthy and strong and, mm-hmm. you know, I like and I, I, yeah. I do the work, like, I'm not like, I'm not half-assing it. I'm in there to do the work, get it done. Well, that, do it together. That's part of that mindset that you're teaching young girls, you know, early on, it's like how to have a healthy point of view with their bodies and how to keep it healthy and not get into these destructive behaviors. Yes. Um, 
Absolutely. Are you hard on yourself? Yeah, I think I'm hard because I'm older and I'm not like the younger generation. I didn't grow up with social media, thank God. <laughs> you oh, know, right? <laughs> really one of those people that get like, I have friends that like, I stopped all social media. I don't do Instagram. I'm like, really? I don't, I think I'm balanced. Like I don't, I am happy for other people's successes. I look at other people like, well, she looks good. I'm like, wow, that is amazing. Like I, I don't have that button where I'm like, oh, I wish I had because I just want more. I want to share more me with people just so yeah. they get happy. And, you know, so I don't look at that, but I understand other people do, but I would say I'm hard on myself Maybe I would say schedule wise. I don't take a day off, but I love what I do. So that's <laughs> See, it's, kind of, it's your joy. Yeah. You don't feel yeah, like you're working and does. stuff. Yeah. There's this, there's this one, you know, there was an article about these women that are in the seventies and eighties and nineties. And Diane, I think I sent this to you because there's one woman, she's 94 years oh, old sure. and she is the uh, weightlifting champion of <laughs> geriatrics, right? And she started lifting weights in her 80s. And you should yeah. see this woman. She's so freaking cut. And it's like, oh my God, you talk about never too late. I mean, never there's still hope for me, but you know. No, I, one that was on the trapeze. Oh, there was that one woman. Yes. She's like 80 yeah. and she does the trapeze. And she trapeze. That's what Perry and I do now with our yeah. time. So yeah, we're, we're going to be working on the trapeze. It's going to be on the ground level. We're never going to get up high, but, you know. <laughs> we're, we're finding our info board, our vision no, It's true. But you sit there and you think about the mindset. Holy yeah. crap. I yeah. mean, that's intense, you know, yeah. and oh, most of them, God. their stories, they had said, no, we never really worked out that much before and yeah. just kind of decided to do it. Yeah, I think it's it's amazing. And I think it's absolutely never too late. 100%. I mean, I started my career late, and I still plan on doing many, many other things. But I think the most important thing is to realize the mind benefits that fitness can do. It's a catalyst for other positive things that will happen in your life. It's just no doubt. You know, yeah. no doubt. I, think I love you saying, you know, you're getting better all the time, because I do think there's something about like having more awareness, your consciousness being a little more expanded and really owning your body and, and seeing yeah. what you do the miracle of our bodies. I think there's something about that, that when you take that into every chapter, it's just so empowering, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, um, I just lost my train of thought, but, um, yeah, I think the best thing and the most important thing for me is to people realize no matter what age and for that matter, what male or female, that um, there's a, there's someone out there you can connect with. And I think once they start it, they're just going to feel the benefits, you know, that mind benefit right away. How, how would you convince, I'm sorry, sorry, my, the, the sound is going in and out a little bit, but how would you convince a woman the best way to take the first step? Maybe she's never done this before and she's thinking, you know what, I'm six years old. I'm tired of being on the sofa and I need to just take that first step. What would you yeah. say would be the easiest one? I would say, you know, write it down. Like I'm going to start January 4th. So January 4th and I would get out my phone and I would put in the calendar, like on Monday, I'm going to work out through like schedule, make it an appointment. But if you, mm. it, I really think if you've never done it before, you're either going to have to find a person or a workout buddy, whether that's through a zoom or a neighbor or a family member, or if you're going to get a trainer or, you know, work with it. There's so many, not just me, but there's a lot of, everyone has something online, but do some research now to find out what you might want to do online or who you might want to work with and make that happen. Like the first week in January. And then that should happen three times a week, at least, you know, for, let's call it January, February, March. Cause I guarantee yeah. at the end of March, you're not going to stop doing what you're doing. Maybe if for some reason it got, let's say too expensive, there's other options. Like if someone was working one-on-one -on -one with me, that's more expensive, but my virtual studio, which I teach yeah. class, is $18 a month. So wow. $18 a month. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's, you that's that really, yeah. No, it's no, an that, incredible deal. How do so, they find you? How do they find your virtual classes? So it's on my website the kimkellyfit.com. And then in January, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a challenge. Well, I, I don't even like to call it a challenge. What I'm going to do is a three month um, 
new, you know, new you program. And I'm going to, because I have so many classes that I teach on there. There's arms only, abs only, booty only, booty bar, yoga, fit right. factor. So without getting overwhelmed, I'm going to say, here's the suggested classes week one, week two, week right. three. And then for those that want the additional nutrition, there's going to be a nutrition option too a program we're watching for 30 days. And then in that, if you do that whole program, there's one free class with me a week, which will be via, I think we're doing it. If you can't be on the class live, it'll be saved for you. So once a week. So that's, I mean, that's just personally what I'm doing, but there's so many things out there to choose from in January. Let's face it is the month, Yeah. but I wouldn't just say, you know, I, I don't say new year's resolutions and don't say just January. You have to make it at least three months, like say, through spring, mm. I am doing this. And if I'm you can't wrap your head around it, then you're probably not going to commit to it. Like wrap your do head you, around it right now. <laughs> do you need to set up anything at home? Do you need to have small weights at home or anything? Well, okay. Honestly, I work with, um, I work with so many people. So it's one lady has an entire gym in her garage. That's yeah. extreme. That's, that's very extreme. Uh, right. In fact, it's funny. She reached out to me and she owns a gym on the East coast. New Jersey. I'm like, I was flattered. I'm like, well, aren't, don't you own it? <laughs> and she loves working out. But again, there goes to show you she's yeah. the person connection. She knows what to do, but mm-hmm. she wants me to, you know, help her be accountable. And she likes the style of my workout. So, but no, I work with people that have literally a mat, maybe it's one set of weights, a thigh band. It's been very hard to get fitness equipment at home, maybe a little bit better now, but early in COVID, I mean, people yeah. were holding water bottles working out with me. So you know what we were doing because, mm. I, but I, and this is one of the things that came to my mind, Perry, when you just spoke, like, how do people just get started? And I'm like, a lot of it yeah. is like, take an hour walk, like yeah. go outside yeah, sure. by just walking, like getting mm-hmm. your body. I, absolutely. I think if they've done nothing and in COVID kind of thing, it's almost been two ways. We believe they went way into fitness or maybe not so much into fitness, right. you know, yeah. but it's almost better to have accountability and whether that be a friend, a family member, a neighbor, or a trainer, you know, find something because, and then make it an appointment, like schedule it out. Uh, Because I do think if it's just kind of like, oh, tomorrow I'll go at like four, maybe Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's, that's part of that self-love is making ourselves first, putting ourselves, you know, at the top of the list and the top of the calendar and saying, how am I going to take care of myself? But, but you're right. It really is a decision. It has to be said from your mind and your heart Mm -hmm. to actions and words Mm of, Hey, this is my time. It's sacrosanct. And that's just it. I started working with her. I was, and this is back, you know, three years ago, I think we started training personally together. I was like, wait, she's sending me a Google invite. Like she would, it was like a hair appointment or a skin appointment or an eyelash appointment. And we all do that. I know I do. I don't don't miss those appointments. So it does, to me, it's like, why would you not schedule your health and fitness appointment? That's a good point. It's a really good point. Mm. Well, you are amazing. You've really got me inspired. I mean, I know. It's, like, you know, here, here in, in the snow, I mean, I've started taking up snowshoeing and I started, <laughs> you know, I'm actually going to learn how to skate ski. And of course we Alpine ski, but you know, it's a little more effort. Sometimes it's nice to just roll out of bed and go downstairs to my little gym area and say, all right, Kim, let's go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, right? do that. I want to do yeah. a, a Yes. Yes. I would love that. When that be and that's what's awesome. so awesome. I'm glad you said that, Perry. It's like we all live in, in different environments. I've been co- like snowshoeing. I hear it's, I've always wanted to do that. And I've climbed yeah, that, awesome. you know, ski or snowboard, or some people are down in like warmer weather and they're, you know, swimming or boating or surfing. Like there's whatever you're passionate. If it's not yeah. what, you know, yeah. yoga, Pilates, you'll find it. I mean, sure. I happen to love it all, but you'll find something. There's so many options, but Perry, movement. Tim, Tim and I will come to Sun Valley and we'll snow. Oh, yeah, man, I got I got a little guest house here. You guys, I Or when the gates open up again. I mean, I used to come to LA once a month, and I'd come to San Diego and stay with Di and do that. Uh, so when those COVID gates open again. I'm definitely going to be coming in, and you can beat the crap out of me. I guess. <laughs> No, I wanted to. We'll do a class before then, for sure. Yeah, exactly, Um, exactly. I'll have to practice online first with you. (laughs) We will. 
Thank you so much for your time. You. Yes. Oh, wait, one more question, Di. Oh, our, yes. You go ahead. Closing. You go. All right. Okay. So Di and I always like to ask all of our guests, the theme of our show, the title is Own Your Throne. So what does owning your throne mean to you? Mm. Walk in the walk. Oh, mm. love it. Good. I would never, I mean, I practice what I preach. I am what I, I, I just, I, I exude it. And I, I say, walk yeah. the walk. And, and funny because I was here right before the podcast and the UPS man came in to drop a box. He goes, I, I see you outside. I saw you running the day. I saw you doing these. Like you really do walk the walk. And I said, mm. I do. Yeah. But it's Authentic. But it's so, it's so, Kim, you know, what's so crazy, you guys, when I was writing out your um, intro today, I wrote, she walks the walk. I'm not (laughs) kidding. That's what I wrote on the intro down here. And then I changed something. That's so, you talk about a phrase of authenticity. That's pretty powerful. Very powerful. Very cool. Well, thank you so much. Yes. Yes. It's been so so fun fun and and nice to get to chat with you. I hope we do it again, but for sure, we're going to do a workout. Yes. Yes. I'm signing up. (laughs) Perry, go ahead and close us up. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you. Kim Kelly. Um, She's so inspirational Mm -hmm. and gorgeous and just what a beautiful spirit you are. Thank you for taking the time with us. And and Diane was really excited about having you on the show and I can see why. But Mm -hmm. anyway, you guys enjoy this segment of Own Your Throne. We've got some more coming up in just about two weeks. So don't go away. And enjoy your things that you learned today. I've got two pages of notes, seriously, that I've learned from Kim. So again, thank you, Kim. And thanks, you guys, for listening to Own Your Throne. We'll see you next time. This podcast was created by Perry and I because we both met at school getting our master's in spiritual psychology, where we learned the tools and techniques to really heal, reclaim, and redefine the second chapters of our lives. And you'll also learn some tools and techniques from our guest. All you have to do is go and subscribe and leave some comments. Let us know what you think about the shows, as well as maybe you have some ideas of other guests that we could have. So enjoy the conversations, and we look forward to hearing from you. And be sure and check out our website which is ownyourthrone.co. And we have some freebies for you. So be sure to check us out.